because Stevenson's probably the the main guy, but you Stevenson's guys know still number one. You know, yeah, and you know as well as I do. I mean, Bill Belichick. One week it's Stevenson. One week it's, it's probably going to be a third guy. Nobody's ever heard of. There will be. You're listening to the Fox Den Sports Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Todd and his three sons, Kellen, Garrett, and Gannon. Welcome back to the Fox Den Sports Podcast, along with my three sons, Kellen, Garrett, and Gannon. I am Todd Fox. And we want to appreciate everybody for joining us tonight for our podcast. We got a lot of good information to start, but today is our, what is this, the 84th episode? What player do you think of? 84. It's already at 84. I already got mine in mind. Who do you got? I will go with TJ. Who's your mama? Are you serious? Okay. What do you mean? Am I serious? Dude was on ever commercial in the NFL, I felt like, and. Every the last last pick in our first big draft. Yeah, everybody, every announcer absolutely just loved being able to call his name. But uh, now, nah, as a kid, that was the funniest name I've ever heard. So, yeah, what is it now? Was he like really good? Because as a kid, I always thought he was just incredible for some reason. Nah, he's all right. He was a solid. He was solid. He played with was it uh, Chad Johnson in Cincinnati? I don't know where he played after that, but he was okay. He's he honestly is a better he was. I don't know if he still does. He was a better broadcaster for like I don't know if he's on Fox these shows or what, but Kellen, Gannon, who do you got? We go Shannon Sharp. Yeah. His yeah. brother Sterling as well. Oh, really? I didn't know that. That's why that's why he wore it because Sterling. Sterling was incredible. I didn't honestly, know that. He just got honest, injured, right? To be honest with you, Sterling was better than Shannon, but Sterling got his he got his back messed up. And oh, I... he was incredible i remember he scored like four touchdowns against the cowboys one game but now still won was right. he with Favre or was he before Favre. Favre? No, he was with yeah. Favre. Favre went through like he had that was his first one sterling sharp he had donald driver he had donald driver antonio freeman he got a guy last name woods i can't remember uh but he had a lot of really good receivers that were there three four years and then they moved on kellen who do you got gotta go randy moss yeah Probably the best. I mean, a case could be made for the Sharps, but Randy Moss, especially on the Vikings. Oh, he was good. Insane. The Insane. W- Did he play for New England just the one year? I thought it was longer than one. No, I think he played at least two. Yeah, because they, they that one year they were incredible. Yeah. I, I let me see. He played for three. Did he really? He played for, he played for Minnesota from 98 to 04. Oakland from 05 <laughs> to 06. New England 07 to 2010. I mean, I guess he maybe I, he must have got traded like midseason. I don't know. He played for he played for New England 20 from 07 to 2010. Vikings in 2010, Titans in 2010. Yeah, he went to he went the Vikings with Favre. So it was probably only well, actually like two a, years, like maybe there. like a game or two for Yeah. For that last season, he played with Far for a game or two, and that's it. He didn't very much. Jay Novacek's who I think of, number eighty-four, played for the Dallas Cowboys. Troy Aikman's uh, security blanket, dude, was incredible. He was not well, uh, not um, 
almost highly highly touted or anything out of especially out of college but he turned out to be an incredible um key piece to those three championships that the dallas cowboys won back in the early 90s i can't believe i'm still saying that but that's how long ago it's been and speaking of the cowboys i know zach martin finally signed today i think after 20 plus days of a holdout good for the offensive line i know he's fantastic he's the guy we drafted instead of johnny manzel some of the people wanted i know jerry jones wanted him i think i think he wanted uh manzel but that's what cowboys got and people were booing but he's a solid pick fantastic player any thoughts today on zeke signing a one-year deal with the Patriots. They're going to be great. He's going to be one of those guys you want to grab in fantasy because he's going to grab it at the one, score yeah. all these touchdowns. He cut his hair today as well. So I think Did he prime, really? I didn't prime, see that. Yeah, Prime Zeke is back. He's gone, going number 15 like Ohio State. He's good. I think I, I feel like he's better than what people give him credit for, but because he was overpaid, he was not worth it, but I think for right. what he's getting paid now, I think he's going to be a solid role player on that team. Have a little chip on his shoulder, probably. He plays Dallas week four. Because Stevenson's probably the, the main guy, but you Stevenson's guys know. still number one. You know, yeah, and you know as well as I do. I mean, Bill Belichick, one week it's Stevenson, one week it's. He's probably going to be a third guy nobody's ever heard of. There will be. There will be. Garrett, were you going to say something? I was just going to say. He's just a big name. That's about it anymore. I don't think he's got the talent anymore to... I don't think he'll get rushed for more than 100 yards this season. The only reason he might... I mean, in a game, but... Oh, okay. Okay, I was like... The only reason he might is because Stevenson doesn't play or something, but I would imagine his average per game is going to be like 40 to 50 yards. Yeah. I wish him luck. He he, uh, He had some good seasons with us early on, and then he got way overpaid, and I think Jerry knows he made the mistake big mistake i don't, I think that's the reason why he wasn't willing to pay some of these other guys and i was thinking the i was thinking last night while i was watching a little bit of football and we've talked about on the podcast you know the running back position maybe not being as valuable as it has been in the past here's the thing i think if you're in this passing league yes i think you can have all these different little running backs like but i think if you were to have a running, like if you were truly going after like a running game, you, does it, you know, do you understand what I'm saying? Cause I know everybody throws it all over the place. All it takes is one team. If all of a sudden they like, like the um, Tennessee Titans, they got Derrick Henry. Let's say something, you know, they, they went and won the Super Bowl this year. Then there's going to be at least another team or two next year. That's going to try to copycat that and get that. Um, what do they call it? A, a bell cow. In, in the backfield is does that make sense i i think if you have i don't think it's as as important whenever you got the pass happy you got the little dump off pass and these little scat backs that can get through the line pretty quick but if you're really focusing in on trying to run the football first pass second you know pass when i don't say when you need to but mix it up i think a i think a running back at that point would be very valuable. I don't know who who would be a really good running back. I mean, honestly, I think the Bijan Robinson would be one of those kind of guys. I think I think he's going to be a I, if if uh, Landon decided to run the football instead, 
And I get the fact that the 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 tread uh, wears off on the on the on the tire, so to speak, a lot quicker than some than some other players when they're when they're running 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 the football a lot. Does that make any sense? Agree? Disagree? I mean, I agree, but you have to. I think in that point, you have to have more pieces in place to be successful than you do if you just had a good passing game. What's that? Yeah. Well, you have to have all five of your offensive linemen to be good. You have to still have a reliable quarterback to have some sort of threat in the passing game. You have to have a top five running back, and then your defense still needs to be, you know, mediocre at the worst. But And whereas if it's your quarterback, all you need is your quarterback. You need an average offensive line, maybe one receiver target, and then the same defense. Sounds like to me you're, you're talking about the Cleveland Browns. Think about that. One of the best offensive lines. Nick Chubb, honestly, is probably a top five running back right now in the league. Deshaun Watson, I mean, he's he's had I, he's had two years off, but I mean he's he's really good. And their defense, they got Miles Garrett. Yeah, but, They're not bad. But what's holding them back is that they don't run it as much as they should. Right. That's the problem. No, That's I always yeah. been their problem. Right. Because honestly, if they were going to do that. They should have done that when Cream Hunt was there, because then they have both of them, and you don't wear out Chubb. Or you know, does that make sense? And because those guys were a great one-two combination, if one wasn't having the greatest game, the other one could come in and 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 do some some good things. Dalvin Cook signed a one-year deal with the Jets. I'm interested in seeing how that goes. I think it's a good. I think it's good for the Jets. Very good for the Jets. Does he have much left, in your opinion? No. Really? No. Why? Just like been... any other running back, he signed, he's finished his first contract, and then that's about it. He's had so many injuries, too. I think that slowed him down a little bit. I think if he goes in there, it's the number two. It's kind of the same as Zeke. Like, he'll be fine. He's just, he's not a number one anymore. We saw that like in in uh, Minnesota, like Madison always looked just as good, if not better than him. I think it's a good signing for him, but like Brees Hall, I mean, we don't know. Maybe he took a step back from last year or whatever, but I mean, you're pretty much wasting one of his free years. Who? Brees? Yeah. And well, again, they have Michael Carter, who was a good backup running back too. And they had a third guy who came in when both those guys were injured and ran for 100 yards. Dalvin Cook, hopefully, with the Jets, that gives Brees Hall a little bit of time to not be rushed back. I still think he's going to be great. It all depends on how how well the knee heals. I know uh, I know Dalvin Cook is 28 years old, just turned 28 on the 10th of August. But I do think... I think it's a good signing for him. I think the Jets need a running game to take some pressure off of. I don't because I don't think that. Well, the only thing is that line's not that great, and I'm a. I, that's where they got to have a good running game to help. Because I think Aaron Rodgers is going to get pummeled a few times, unfortunately. Well, yeah, that and being an arguably the hardest division in the NFL. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree with you there. Looking at looking at my helmets right now. Because Buffalo's got a good defensive line. Miami's got a good defensive line. New England's always got a good defensive line. So New England's always or, or at least a respectable one. 
Yeah. And, and Bill Belichick's always going to take away what you do best, or, or at least try to what you do best and try to have you beat him a different way. So no, that's, that's true. But Aaron Rodgers is a different, uh, different, different cat. And I think he'll be, I, I still think he'll be fine. I know the plan is next week, uh, just so Gannon will be leaving for Europe next week and we'll have another podcast next Monday night. That's the plan. And we'll, we'll go over our yearly, like who we think is going to win each, you know, each game, each week. And we're not going to go every single game, but we'll have a records of all teams. Who's going to make the playoffs. Who's going to go to the Super Bowl? We'll have what the plan is to have one like the AFC or, or NFC, one or the other come out next Monday night. And then Thursday drop the AFC or NFC. The other one we didn't with the, with the predictions. But that'll be fun. But I'm looking forward to it because I don't want to tell you what I think their record is going to be. I think I may have said it on another podcast. But it all because what we do is we look at every game and we just start marking down who's going to win that game. And next thing you know, it comes up to what we think. And then last year, there were some funny ones. You guys bust my chops about Detroit. But then I, I there's somebody I really messed up on that I thought was going to be maybe Denver or somebody really good and they stunk. I don't know. I know I picked the chargers to win the division knucklehead. It's crazy. We were going to talk about wide receivers, top five wide receivers of all time. Who's on your list. Who makes that list for you and not, and not, it doesn't have to be in particular order. I know everybody may have the same guy at number one, possibly, because but who who's on your top list, top five all time? Well, mine is in order. Okay. Jerry Jerry Rice, number one. Okay. Honestly, can't say a lot about him. Never watched him, but I, just from what you hear and the rings he has, it's you know very impressive and he's got a lot of the uh, receiver leading stats so he's obviously put in some work and then I have Calvin Johnson number two I think he's probably the perfect receiver if you had like great route running huge just specimens where he can just get any ball that's launched up there we I mean we've seen it many times I'll go over three guys and grab it and then um got Randy Moss number three I think he had all the talent in the world. I think, yeah, I mean, top five receivers is just a tough list. I have Marvin Harrison as number four. Hmm. I think probably one of the best route runners in NFL history. Granted, he had Peyton Manning, but you put Peyton Manning with one of the best route runners in NFL, like, I mean, you saw what you get. Best, most receptions in a year or second most now. But number five, I have Antonio Brown. Really? Interesting. I think if he could could have not gone off the rails and been smart on where he signed, he would have been the number one receiver of all time. That is a bold take there. Bold take. I like the idea of if he... I mean, there's a lot of... His career, but... As what it is, I wouldn't say top five, but... I mean, have you seen his stats, though? Continuation, though. Huh? So I agree with the continuation. I just don't think the career that he has right now 
Let me pull it up real quick. While you're pulling it up, I can't believe you didn't uh, throw like Heinz Ward or something on there. Yeah. yeah. I had the same exact five, except I had Terrell Owens instead of Antonio Brown. So you had Jerry Rice number one? No order, but yes, he would be. That's the yeah. only one rank is him one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Real quick. Yeah. Antonio had six years in a row of 100 plus receptions. And then in those six, he had all of those were over 1,300 yards, just about. And then two years before that, he only had 60 or 70 receptions and also had 1,000 yards. So, and essentially only a eight-year career, he had 928 receptions, 12,000 yards, and 83 touchdowns. And you know what's crazy about that? In eight years, Calvin Johnson had 731 receptions, and that was his whole career. Exactly. And that's how, I mean, Calvin Johnson was phenomenal. And still, he had a good quarterback most of his career, too. He did. He did. So, again, you already told us. Kellen, who's yours? Jerry Rice, of course. Randy Moss, of course. Calvin Johnson. Um, I'd throw Marvin Harrison as well. I don't particularly know my order. I know for sure it's Jerry and Randy first and second, and then I'm gonna go Lawrence Fitzgerald as well. He, uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he has more career tackles than drops. Really? He just yeah. He was yeah, just like <laughs> he was just reliable. Yeah. Poor guy just never was on a, the the greatest team in the world. Yeah. But like you never, it was just crazy because like you hear about Calvin Johnson all the time. You don't hear about that for for Lawrence, but he was, he was insane. I will say though, here in the next few years, I'm sure I'll be adding Justin Jefferson to this list, but he's only been around for a couple of years, so I can't yet. But years from now, but he will definitely, if he stays healthy, he'll definitely be on that list. I will tell you, I have Jerry Rice number one. Looking at my list here, there was. I mean, I don't, I don't think I don't even say it's really not even that close. Every, what I loved about Jerry Rice, have you seen anything about how he used to run up this hill and get in shape? But every time he would catch the football in practice, he ran to the end zone every time. And they, you know, I think, you know, after a while, people not after a while, but people gave him a hard time. But it's no coincidence that he has the most touchdowns ever of anybody in the NFL. I mean, he it's just how he set it out. The bad thing about it is I just hated to see how it ended up. I know he played for the Raiders. I believe he played for – I want to say he played for Seattle. And then he was going to play for uh, Denver, but he was cut, either cut or retired. So uh, it was it was very interesting. But he, he, was, he was fantastic. Of course, he had two Hall of Fame quarterbacks throwing for him, but it's not his fault. He did fantastic. He did – I think he played with Jeff Garcia as well, who's, uh, who was a – Good, solid quarterback for the 49ers. Number two, Randy Moss. Randy Moss, there were so many teams. I'd love to go back. I don't have time for it right now, but go back and look what teams did not pick him. Dallas could have picked him, and oh, my goodness, I can't imagine if the Dallas Cowboys would have had him. He had off-the-field issues. He played for – he was going to – I don't know if he actually ever played, but he was on Florida State's team, got kicked off, then went to Marshall. Really good quarter uh, – really good wide receiver. One of the best, obviously, of all time. But he had he had times where he 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 admitted that he took plays off, 
and I know he didn't have that great of a career in Oakland. He kind of resurrected that career in New England. And then after that, it was pretty much over for him. But he fantastic receiver. He, if Dallas could have just picked him, and he he had a stat one time against Dallas on a Thanksgiving game, he caught three passes for th- I don't know how many hundred of yards and three touchdowns. Every every pass he caught was a, was a touchdown. And he wanted to definitely make sure Dallas knew that they should they messed up by not drafting him. My next receiver would probably be would probably be T.O. Terrell Owens, even though he was. He was a little bit probably honestly cancerous to his team. He was he he showed up, played for the, the 49ers. I was telling the story to somebody yesterday. So I picked Jerry Rice number one in my fantasy league. I don't know what year it was. Oh, he wasn't the very first pick, but he was my first round pick. Number one. He got hurt the first game of the season. Tore his knee up, was out the whole entire year. So I'm thinking, you know what? We got waivers. I'm picking up the next best thing. I'm picking up J.J. Stokes because he was the next guy up. No, Terrell Owens was the guy. I had no idea. That's whenever Terrell popped in and then ascended to who he who he became. I had J.J. Stokes, who was a wide receiver out of UCLA. I thought he was going to be fantastic. He stunk. I'll never forget that. But but he played – he did really – he get, did good at Philadelphia, went to the Super Bowl, tore his knee up, and came back and played in that Super Bowl tore his knee up earlier in the year from Roy Williams. That's when they have that Roy Williams rule because they, uh, where he jumped on his back and pulled him down. Um, I can't remember what they call that. Now. Horse collar. Horse, horse collar. collar. Yeah. And there's a Roy Williams play. That's, uh, Roy Williams tore his knee up early in, the, early in the year. And then he came back and played in that Super Bowl. They got beat by the uh, Patriots, but he still played. Then he went to Dallas and honestly had a really good career with Dallas. Had, had, had several good years with Tony Romo. And then I believe he ended up with either Buffalo, Cincinnati. I don't remember which one he ended up with. I think he went to Cincinnati, then maybe Buffalo. Guy's still in shape. Made a lot of people mad. It's unfortunate that took him that, as long as it did to get in the Hall of Fame. And then Larry, I, I agree with you, Larry Fitzgerald, fantastic wide receiver. It's too bad he didn't get a, a Super Bowl trophy. He almost had it. He caught that pass and then ran to the end zone. And like a couple minutes left in the game against the Steelers, and the Steelers went right down and then threw it to was a Santonio Holmes is that who it was in the in the corner of the end zone and it was fantastic catch I, I I'll be honest with you I was for Pittsburgh but I mean looking back on it you're kind of wow man but nice to saw Larry Fitzgerald get a Super Bowl ring he was he was really good he played with one team his whole career he's actually a uh, member of the board with the Dick Sporting Goods now it's pretty cool uh, to, uh, to see him on some things that we uh, videos we see every once in a while but he's 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 bar none and this is off topic but i know it didn't sound like he was that big of a fan of kyler murray so it tells you something whenever somebody like him is not a a, a fan of, in my opinion and then number f- uh five man that's tough because there's so many good ones i mean i would love to say michael Irvin, but i can't because I, I think he was intense he was incredible but i don't think he's there it's between steve largent and um Calvin Johnson, but it would probably be um, Calvin Johnson because he was just better athletically. Steve Largent played college at Tulsa and then played for Seattle, was the all-time leading receiver when he when he played, was just this little guy that got open, 
they threw him the ball. He didn't, he never had a Hall of Fame quarterback, had Jim Zorn and Dave Craig thrown to him. But to your point, uh, Calvin Johnson was incredible. I, who he could have kept playing and kept playing and kept playing, but I guess his something, I don't know if it was his knees, but he was just tired and also he was tired of losing, which makes sense whenever you know that's what exactly the reason why uh, Barry Sanders left as well. He was incredible, and I just I think we got robbed not necessarily robbed but but we've got shortchanged by not getting to see him play even even longer it's just too bad that detroit because they had a decent quarterback they just couldn't put the pieces around him and, and have a good defense honestly not even a, a good head coach to coach him i think if he was with the team right now maybe if the team he had played for right now had matt stafford in his prime you know if the, like the dan campbell team and if if it was calvin johnson and Matt Stafford there, I think that sky sky's the limit on that team. Right? But unfortunately, that's not how it works. Those are my top five. Who do you think of? I know Kellen, you just said it a minute ago, Justin Jefferson, but who do you see right now in the league as if their career continues to go the way it's going to be a Hall of Famer? Jamar Chase. Right? Yeah. So, because we got some good young, talented receivers coming up, which is really cool. See, I agree. Kellen said Justin Jefferson. Is there anybody else? CD Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, we'll see. CD CD Lamb. Would you say CD Lamb? I mean, if he gets the right guy throwing to him, I like I can see it. He's got to he's got to keep improving. But I think the potential is definitely there. Yeah, the potential's there. He drops some passes. And he didn't have, like Kellen said, he didn't have the greatest QB throwing to him. He's a good fantasy receiver. But I think – here's what I'm saying. Like, we – so, see, during that draft, Henry Ruggs was taken, correct, higher. There was another one. Who was the other one that was taken higher? Was it Chase? Jerry Judy. Okay, Jerry Judy, right. Dude, that was off. What's that? I just said we knew, like, right when they picked those two, we were like, what are they doing? So then CD started dropping. We were like, oh, man, this is be incredible. But wasn't Jefferson there, too? Yeah, but he, was, he wasn't even really supposed to go in the first round. I don't disagree, but what I'm asking you is now, knowing what you know now, would you still want CD Lamb or would you rather have Justin Jefferson with the Cowboys? I oh, still want CD. Jefferson. I don't know if you guys could keep Jefferson. I think you have a better shot at keeping a really for his whole career or longer because they both have basically the same quarterback throwing to him in a way, but I think it'd be, I I, I just was curious about that. I think both of them are really good. I, if, okay. If CD didn't play for the OU Sooners, because I think that has something to do with my love for CD lamb playing for OU. And then now he's playing for my favorite team, the Cowboys. If that was not the case, I might probably side with just with Justin Jefferson, hoping he was with the Cowboys instead. But you never know. Jefferson's a lot better either way. So yeah, he is. I think I think he's much better. I think CD undoubtedly the best in the league. I think it's just I think it's the same scenario almost as like a Trey Young and Luka Doncic like got traded for each other. They're in a better position now. I think both players would be worse if hypothetically they switch teams like that yeah 
Did Jefferson, he played last year did, against I don't the think Bucks? our offense would allow to have a top five receiver right now. And I think Minnesota, as throw hungry as they are, they, they can allow that. And their game plan is get the ball to him as much as you can. Dallas says it's get get to his open. Gotcha. It'll be definitely interesting to see who like I there's just so many good receivers in the NFL right now. And then you got Harrison coming up next year, who's probably gonna be the number two pick. it all depends if if who who's who's there, obviously. But you're talking Kaylee Williams or Drake May. And then possibly Harrison, who's going to be a still, has he, is he bigger than his dad? Do you guys know how big, how big he is? Is he bigger or is he smaller? Do you know? I don't know how tall Marvin Harrison is. I think junior's like six, two or something like that. But Marvin Harrison is six foot flat. Is it the, which one? Father. Is he? Senior. The senior the first. So I'm looking to see here what and you thought you say the other kid, of course, who knows? He this says he's six four. There's no shot, right? He's not That's, six. I, I remember hearing you as yeah, huge. surely not. He, uh, that, he's probably, probably like more six like two, six maybe two and a half six, or something. Yeah. Google like, for whatever reason always adds like two uh, inches. They, they all do. Like if in, in, and in, universities do too. Because we saw Bryce Young, or maybe not Bryce Young, but somebody else came in like two inches shorter from what Alabama listed them oh, yeah. as versus oh, yeah. what they measured as. No, I agree hundred percent. If I was on Google, I'd say I'm like six one. It's not even close. With my shoes, maybe. But I wish I was taller. But I'm not. You guys got anything else, Kellen? Gannon? All good. Another another Fox Den podcast is complete. And uh, we appreciate all of our listeners, all of our subscribers, all of you that help us do what we do. This is a just a fun thing that we like to do. We like to talk. Kellen lives in Atlanta, Garrett's in Oklahoma City. Gannon's getting ready to go to Europe. Of course, we're not going to see Gannon. Unless he I don't I don't even know how you would even figure it out. I'm not going to mess with that. But he's going to be gone here after next week. He'll be on one uh a couple more podcasts. And we're excited about that. But reminder, next week we'll definitely have our predictions. For this upcoming NFL season, keep in mind that there could be some crazy stuff happen between the time we get our picks and the beginning of the season, because we're going to do it a little bit earlier since Gannon's going to be leaving. But uh, we're, we're excited to do that next week, and we'll we'll break it up into two parts. But we do appreciate all of our listeners. Reminder that iron sharpens iron. Please stay safe. Be savage and not average. Remember to join the Skulk. And until next time, good goodbye, Bye, everybody. everybody. You've been listening to the Fox Dan Sports Podcast with Todd, Kellen, Garrett, and Gannon. Find us on Facebook at Fox Den Sports. That's Fox with two X's. Drop us an email at foxdensports at yahoo.com. And be sure to share this podcast with other sports fans in your life. This has been Fox Den Sports. Fox Den Sports.